Okay, we are on the bottom of Chaf Amid Beis at the two dots. So going back to one of the cases we mentioned earlier, Itmar. Bias Kohen Gadol Baumana. What happens when the Kohen Gadol, right? So let's imagine the Kohen Gadol has a brother. His brother passes away with no children and his brother was married. And, uh, and, um, Fine, so now he has to do, uh, he has to do Yibam. However, right, his, his uh, sister-in-law is an Amana, and the Kohen Gadol Nala is a married Amana. So, when that happens, what if he decides, so he's not supposed to do, he's not supposed to do Yibam. But let's say he should do, he's not supposed to do Yibam. So let's say he does Yibam. So what happens in that case? Remember, BS, the Kohen Gadol married Amana, so that's a laugh, right? There, there is a, uh, if a Kohen Gadol would decide to marry an Amana, so technically they, the, the Kiddushin would be Chal, they would be married. So what happens, what happens if the brother wasn't married to one woman, he was married to two women? So uh, he marries this, this first woman. Uh, what happens to the other one? Is she also um, off the hook in such a scenario? Actually, one thing that's actually important to clarify here. I'm not sure... It would make... Uh, any woman whose husband passes away, by definition, is an almana, right? So I imagine that's, you know, that's all case, you know, the case of a, of a Kohen Gadol marrying an almana is any case of Yibam for a Kohen Gadol. I, I, don't, I, I don't presume that the case is that, I just thought of it as we're talking, that um, she must have been an almana already before. And that's possible. But I don't know if that matters, per se. But we, if anyone sees anything on that, we may have to take a look at that later, see if that matters. Um, but, um, no, it's not. Sorry. Okay, it's not. Yeah, actually, Rashi himself on the Mishnah, on the Mishnah, says that Amana Kohen Gadol means, Shemais Echav Hehediot, Vinafla Amana Nasodofanaf. Right? The case simply is that, he, that the fact that his brother passes away, that makes that woman an Amana, and then he is not allowed to even with her. Fine. So, um, fine. So, but the bottom line is what happens if the brother had two wives? Brother has two wives, and uh, and the brother who's the Kohen Gadol now does uh, has bia with one of them. Again, he's not supposed to have tashrus with either. He's not supposed to even with either, but he does with one. If he does do so, if he does do so, what happens to the co-wife? Right? Does the tsara is she off the hook because he's now at least done even more chalitza with one of the two wives? Is that is that what, what happens in such a case? So this is a machlokas between Yochan and Rabbi Lazar. Right, so it says the Gemara Itmar Bias Kohen Gadol Balmana Rabbi Yochan Rabbi Lazar. Chad Amar Eino Pateras Tsaras. And one says it does nothing. Right, it doesn't um, let the other one off the hook. Um, fine. Vechad Amar Pateras Tsaras. The other one says no. When they go ahead and they and uh, and he marries or he does the, the, has tashmish with one of the women. So then it lets the other one off the hook, as typically happens. Whenever you have two women who fall uh, to Yibam to one brother, so when the brother marries one of them, does Yibam with one, or Chalitza with one of them, the other one is, is now uh, free to go. So look at Rashi just for one second. Rashi says, um, Ba'amana, I think Rashi is picking up the same point we said. Ba'amana Yivamta, right? Ba'amana Kohen Gadol is any, right? The, any Yivama that's going to fall to a Kohen Gadol is going to be an Amana. Uh, but says Rashi Poteris, right, that she, that 
By doing so, she takes Elon off the hook. Poteras otzaves sarasa mina chalitza v'sagi love a get. And then all she needs afterwards is a get. Meaning the almana herself is going to need a get. Why is she going to need a get afterwards? Because she's forbidden to be married to this man, right? Once he does yibum with her, okay, so he did yibum, but now he has to divorce her, right? Um, so that's not going to work. Which, by the way, was sort of the havamina that the Gemara had before of what could happen in certain situations of Asedo Chalosase, right? We had in the last, last half that he could marry, maybe he could do, have tash with her one time and then divorce her, and that would, and that would work, right? So sort of a, a, a similar concept here. But the bottom line is, so one says that it works, that, that Lamaisa, at the end of the day, he shouldn't do it. But if he does, and he marries her, uh, has tash with her, the other one's off the hook, other one says no. Because he, married, he had tash with her, Be'isar, so that it doesn't do anything. It doesn't impact the other sisters, uh, the, other, the, the other wife's um, Azika status, and she still has Azika to the, to the brother-in-law. Okay. So it says Gemara, turn to Petra. If there was Amana Femini Suin, meaning she had been really legitimately totally married to the brother, everybody agrees that it doesn't work. Why? Because if we, as we talked about before, if, a, if an Amana the Kohen Gadol, right, if the, this woman was really married to the, uh, to the brother, Right, in the first place, so then there's two Isurim in play here, right? There's the Isur of not marrying an Amana. There's also, um, there's also the, um, make sure we know exactly what they are. Rashi mentioned them last time. Sorry, hold on. Anybody remember what the two, what the, the, the say and the Losa say both were? It's falling out of my head for a second. Yeah, okay, Rashi on Chafamav and pointing out Chara Dalmana, Hivi Ikalab Dalmana, La Yikach, and also the Ba'ula here, right, right, because she's a Ba'ula, right, and there's an Isser that Isha Bibsullah Yikach, right, he also can't marry a woman. Who's had tashmish before? So if she's a, from Nisuin, so then she's all means she's also had tashmish with her husband, which means she's no longer beula. So now you have halos say and say I say do halos say fine. I, we, we said that's possible, right? He, the uh, isha, you know that he's not supposed to marry an amana, but that could be you could do, be docha that that iser by with the mitzvah of yibum. But here he also has another assay of Isha Bufsula Yikach. So now you have Lo Sasei V'asei, and Asei is not Doh Chalo Sasei V'asei. So that's, so everyone agrees that Amana Min Nisuin, there's nothing to talk about. Um, fine. Ki Pligi Ba Amana Min Eresim. But the case where there's a Machlokis between Yochan and Rebbe Lazar is in the case of uh, when she's an Amana Min Eresim, meaning she did Eresim with this man, she never had the opportunity to have Tashrash with him, and, now, and then he dies. So at that point, do we say, Asei Doh Chalo Sasei, in the end of the day, um, in which case, at least, meaning maybe not lechachila, but that once he does so, uh, at least the, the yibum counts, and therefore the, the tzara is off the hook, or no. So Amanda Amar Poteres, the one who says that she does, that her, that her having tashish with the, uh, with the, the brother now, patters the tzara, the of yibum and the lo of that he should not marry an Amman. Umanda Amar Eina Poteris, and the one who holds that no, the fact that she has tashmish with him doesn't do anything. Lo, lo asiyaseh v'dachi es lo sasei. That that side holds 
that an Asay is not the Chalot Asay. Why? Kevin the Efsher Bechalitza. Right, this is a very important point. That maybe you say, what do you mean? I say the Chalosa say. You have an opportunity for Yibam, and the Chalosa say that he shouldn't marry uh, an Amana. But that's only going to work. The, the, the Tzad that says that that doesn't work says, yeah, that's only true if you have one opportunity to do the Asay uh, and, one, and, and no other chance. The only way to do it is by being the Chalosa say. Here, I could, I could, you know, uh, I, can, I can fulfill both at the same time. I can fill the, the, the low sasei, don't marry Alamana, and fulfill the mitzvah sasei by doing what? By, by doing the mitzvah chalitza. We mentioned this before again on the previous daf. So the, the tzad that says, if in the end day, again, Bidyevet, he goes ahead and marries her, uh, or does, has tashrish with her, we should say, it doesn't work. Why not? Because he had other options. Don't tell me, I say, he had another option, he could have done chalitza. Fine. And again, a, a, a mitzvah, the assay, which, would, which doesn't require violating the low assay. Uh, fine. So it says the Gemara Mesvid. Now the Gemara is going to try to attack. The Gemara attacks as follows. Im balu kanu. Right, we had a Bryce before which told us that if the, uh, if the and again, again, the case was Kohen Gadol with a, uh, with Amana or a Kohen with a, with a Grusha, I think was the case also, a Chalutza. And the, and uh, the Bryce has said Im ba, that Im, uh, yeah, the, Gemara, the Bryce had said Im Lukanu. Then at the end of the day, if they went ahead and they had Tashmish with these women who with whom they're forbidden to have uh, forbidden to be married, if they did, they're Kona. And what does it mean they're Kona? It means that afterwards, if they want to divorce them, they can't just do Chalitza. They have to actually do give them a get. What does that show? And and, they, and in those cases. The Gemara, the Brisa wasn't mechalek, didn't make a distinction between um, Eris and Nisuin. So it seems like even in the case of Nisuin, we held that a Kohen who would go ahead and, uh, and have Tashish with these women that he's forbidden to have Tashish with, but it's only in his Lav, that if he does so, they're considered fully married to the point where he'd have to give her a get if he wanted to divorce her. So what do you see? You see that even Mina Erisin, if the Kohen Goda would marry the Almana, would have Tash with the, with the Almana, it would have halachic significance. It'd be considered married. If they tell me they're considered married at that point, that for sure means that the, uh, the Tzara would be uh, Petura and she would no longer have to do Chalitza. So the Gemara responds, Tiyufta, yeah, you're right, good point. Knock the whole thing out. Meaning, this whole conversation is, is refuted and there's nobody who holds, there's nobody who can hold that, um, that in a scenario where Amman al-Kohen Gadol, that if they had Tashmish, that, she wouldn't be, that it wouldn't be part of the Tsar. Everyone agrees that it would be part of the Tsar in such a case. Okay. So, so ask the Gemara, but wait a second. Maybe this is also should be an attack on Rish Lakish. Why? Because Rish Lakish had said before, if you remember... You can just go, just flip the Chaf Avinala for one more, for one second. If you want to go back, one, two, three, four, um, five lines in the bottom. Rish Lakish had a rule that he said. Rish Lakish had said, So this the question was, can I do, what if I can do Chalitza instead? So Rish Lakish had said, anytime that you're able to do um, the Asay, and the losa say, right? If you can keep both, so better to do that than to do chalitza. So if that's if that's Lakish's point, I'm mean, sorry, better to do chalitza and fulfill the say and the losa say at the same time, if possible, rather than say, oh look, I say do chalitza say, like that's very nice. But if you don't, if he's not absolutely required to do so, 
if there's another way around it, in this case to do chalitza, so you should find that avenue. But according to this, what we just said, in Balukanu, Balukanu, we just said, oh, see? See, you there's never a case where we would say that the Almana, that the Kohen Gadol can marry, if he marries the Almana, that it works. Why not? According to Hishlakish, or, or this at least seems to be a problem for Hishlakish, Hishlakish had said, what do you mean? There's certain scenarios, you have the opportunity for chalitza, do that instead, you can still fulfill the mitzvah, and, uh, and therefore in those cases, we shouldn't say, I'd say, say, and we shouldn't say, in Balukanu, we shouldn't say that in the scenarios where they go ahead and they have tashmish anyways, that it works. It doesn't work. You have the opportunity to do chalitza instead. And I say the chalosah shouldn't be employed in such a case. So the Gemara says, no, wait a second. So Amla Kharish Lakish will respond. Kiamina ana hecha de mekaime mitzvah. Avahacha chalitza bamakam yibam lav mitzvahi. So Rish Lakish is going to reply as follows. No, 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 he says. When you, when I said that idea, right, that if you have the opportunity to fulfill both, fulfill both, I wasn't referring to chalitza, which is interesting because the language that that was used before, right? Um, the, the Gemara quoted Reish Lakish, but Reish Lakish didn't say anything about doing chalitza. He just said, if you have the opportunity to do both, to do both mitzvahs, you should do it. And the Gemara, uh, the Gemara applied it to the case of chalitza. And Reish Lakish says, by the way, that application was all wrong. Why? He says, when I said to fulfill both mitzvahs, that's when you can do the mitzvah. But in this case, chalitza b'mokam yibum lav mitzvah. Interesting, right? This is going to be an important concept in general. That chalitza is really secondary. Right? Chalitza is not, it's not like, oh, yeah, you even more do chalitza. No, the mitzvah is yibam. Chalitza is not, is not the same. Um, right? In, in, in uh, what he's basically saying is that when it, came, when it comes to chalitza, chalitza is really secondary. If I have the opportunity to do yibam, that's one thing. The fact that I could do chalitza instead, that doesn't absolve me from the asay do chalitza, meaning from the opportunity of or sorry, you would say to me, what do you mean? You don't have to do yibam. You can just do chalitza. The answer is, that's not true. Really, the mitzvah is to do yibam. And even the language in the Pasuk is, im lo sachbots, if he doesn't want to, he's not interested in doing yibam. So fine, we allow him to do chalitza. That's not really the ideal. The ideal is to do yibam. They're not equal. They're not on equal uh, footing, yibam and chalitza. The mitzvah is yibam. If you're stuck, you know, in, or whatever scenario is, it's not possible to yibam, okay, so you can do chalitza. And well, that's a, a permissible halachic approach. But it's not the same thing as doing the mitzvah of yibum, and therefore Rish Lakish is going to say, "Don't use my approach to uh, my approach of well, if you can do both, do both to, to mean oh well, chapa chalitza, and also don't marry the don't marry the almana." No, He's, he would say, "What do you mean? That's not the same thing." Fine, so that's why it's not a kasha on Rish Lakish. It's not a tiyuf to Rish Lakish. So, Rabbi, according to that opinion, the mitzvah of yibum is on the man to do, right? Because it's not as if a woman can initiate chalitza, right? Um, can a woman initiate chalitza? You're right. Who has the obligation? Right. Were we talking about this the other day, or were me and you having this conversation, or someone else? Yeah. He seems to keep. He seems to keep coming up. Yeah. Me and Michael were talking a little bit about this question of of whose mitzvah is yibum or chalitza. I don't have really a good answer for Shay, but you're right. It does sound like, and the fact that it sounds we have the example where yibum can be done by korcha. Right, so that sounds like it can be done against her will, which I said is something we have to clarify how that how that works. But the but the bottom line is yes, it sounds like yibum is the mitzvah on the man, and chalitza also sounds like it's also you know certainly activated by the man. That's for sure. Uh, if he right, if he doesn't want to marry her, then he can go ahead and do chalitza. It sounds like very much uh, acting from his side. The question is, does she have a, a mitzvah to play 
she she have a role to play here that she she is Mikhaim Mitzvah or not, or is it really just something he has to do, and it's just something that she needs to have happen? It's a good question. But it does, yes, Chalitza definitely makes it sound like it's up to him, and if he doesn't want to, even the Pasuk says that. If he doesn't want to, then he has to do Chalitza. It does sound like that, yes. And does he mean, does Reish Lapish mean this literally? In other words, he says a lot of mitzvah. I, I, I get what Reish Lapish is saying here, but does he, does he mean it's something less, or is it totally not? L'chorah less. Yeah, L'chorah less. I agree, I agree with you. I, I think the language of lav mitzvah probably is, probably does not mean it's not a mitzvah at all. It's in the Torah, right? Um, it's just not, uh, it's just not the ideal. The ideal is to do a yibam. It sounds to me like what, what he means is it's like second class, right? And so Reish Lapish was saying before, no, what do you mean? If you have an opportunity to do both, so do this and do that. But if, if that is second class, then, he's not, then he doesn't want to see that happen. Yes, correct. I think that's, I think that's correct. Or at, at a minimum, right? It's not the mitzvah of Yibum, which is what we were talking about, which is what he's saying. I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not satisfying the mitzvah of Yibum by doing this. It's, a, it's something else. It's a separate mitzvah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, you could say it that way also, right? It's rather than saying it's a second class mitzvah. Um, right? it's, not the, it's not the mitzvah we refer to. It's some other mitzvah. Yes, you can have some other mitzvah. That's interesting. It's some other mitzvah. It's not the mitzvah even. Yes, yes, possibly. Very good point. Um, okay, good. Okay, so now we're going to go to another topic. Uh, we, we talked about Shneos in the Mishnah, so we're going to discuss the Shneos Larayos now more. So Amarava, Remez Lashneos Minatar Minayin. How do I have a Remez, some type of hint at Shneos Minatara? Where does that come from? Um, it's got to be a Remez, right? Because we said, we said in Tana that Shneos are Dirabanan. Right, Shneos are, are, are um, added cases of Arayos that are not forbidden Midaraisa, but Chazal added them because of a concern that perhaps a person would be allowed to engage in a, in, in a relationship with this person. They might assume that relationships with other people are also permitted as well and could come to this Midaraisa. So what's the remit? How do I know there's such a concept of Shneos? Where do we see it in Minatar? So Shanamar, the Pasuk says, Ki es kolat ha'el asu anshe aretz. Right, so because they did all these abominations, the following abominations, ha'el, these ones, asu um, the people in, the, in, the, in Eretz Yisrael were involved in these things, right? Not, not the Jews, the people who were living there before. Um, so ha'el, koshos. Mechlal de ikarakos. So ha'el, the language of ha'el is a, a very strong language, like the, the, the following, ha'el. So it's that, that's a very strong language. I mean, there are certain very, very significant isure arayos so if it's referring specifically to the very significant ones, the very strong ones, the very powerful Yisurim, so the implication is there must be rakos, there must be lighter ones, softer ones, that are also usher, but not quite as terrible, right? The language rakos, we remember from Leia, right? Ene Leia rakos, right? Leia's eyes were soft, right? same word. Uh, but meaning that there's more severe ones, the implication is there's, there's less severe ones also. Umaynin, who is shniyos? And what is that? That's the shniyos larayos, which are much less severe. So that's a remez. Does the Torah really mean that? The Torah didn't say that, right? But, it, but it's, a, it's a remez to the concept of shniyos. Umay mashma da ha'el lishna de kashahu. How do I know that ha'el is a language that is a language of things that are very strong and difficult? Right? The Pasuk says that he took the Nebuchadnezzar when he was uh, exiling the Jews. So he first took the strong people out first. So you take out the leaders take out the very significant individuals, you're going to weaken the, the, the community, right? So Nebuchadnezzar was smart, and he first took the Eilei, the Eilei uh, Haaretz, the very strong ones, out first. Okay. 
Lema pligi the Rebbe Levi. It seems like a tamachalgus Rebbe Levi. Why the Am Rebbe Levi? Kasha onshin shal midos yoser me onshin shal arayos. Shezet nemer behen el vezet nemer behen ela. So this whole concept that el ha'el is the very very significant, the strong yisurim seems to, to contradict what Rebbe Levi has said. Rebbe Levi has said that the iser of or the punishment for having false weights and measures is more significant than the um, than the punishment for being involved. In Arayos. How do I know? Because it says about them, the, um, Ale, when it says about the, the Arayos, it says Ale, right? Tatoi vos ha'el. But when it refers to um, uh, false weights and measures, it says Ela. If you look at Rashi on top, uh, Rashi says, Ki es toi, kol vos gabi Arayos ksiv, umashma hatoi vos hakashos. Uh, but then in two Rashi's later it says, Eila, Bemidos Ksiv, Kitoavas Hashem, Kol Ose Eila, Kol Ose Avel. Right? Anyone who does this, right? That's a, that's a Toeva also. Someone who uh, does this, uh, these things. Umidka Amar Yosem, Michel Arayos, Michlal, Daha, Lav, Kashu. Right? And the fact that it said, if you say that the, uh, you know, that the Midos are worse, right? That the person who has, who's dishonest in business, so that's, that's worse than Arayos. The implications that arise are not so are not, not so bad. Okay, so answers the What do you mean? El kasha ve'ele kasha me'el, right? What do, you, what do you mean? You could uh, you could just say um, that just because one is str- is very strong doesn't mean the other one is not strong. Also, right? So it's not a problem to say that um, um, that el is very strong. And then the Gemara says, following, right? Gabi Arayos nami haksiv Eila, right? But Arayos also it says, it says Eila. Hold on one second. Yeah, um, fine. But the point being that that both are um, there's no there's no it's no machlokas right you can just say Blavi is telling you first of all a very very important concept right that mitos that the iser if you had to ask somebody what's worse uh, you know cheating in business or being involved in a riot so riot is the worst right it's one of the big three right the answer is yeah but being involved in, in cheating in business is, is worse uh, fascinating right that, that the onesh of being dishonest and ripping people off is seen as worse interesting questions why that is but it's it's right fascinating. Um, but anyways, the Gemara says, but wait a second, we got to be a riot. So the bottom line is, you don't have to say one, it doesn't be a contradiction. They're both serious. They're both significant. So, um, the Gemara points out, what do you mean by a riot? Also, you have the language of Eila. So, answer the Gemara, midos No, when it says that, it's just in order to uh, exclude Midos from Kares. But, uh, and look at Rashi, Haksiv Eila, four lines down in the last of the, of the wide lines in the top. Haksiv Eila, Mikola Toivos Ha'ila, Vinichrasu. It's called Toivos Eila, Vinichrasu. So referring to by Arias, all those cases are cases of Kares. But why, so why does he use the language of Eila there? No, to say that these ones are, are, have Kares, the other Eila, Midos, doesn't have Kares. Right? So even though it's a, a, a bigger Onesh in general, um, or it's worse to be involved in, in, in on, on a dishonest uh, midos, nevertheless, it's uh, excluded from covers. Fine. So, uh, fine. So, what's the, what makes it so much more uh, chamur? 
Hani efshe b'tshuva, hani lo efshe b'tshuva. Because when it comes to arayos, you can do tshuva. But when it comes to dishonest weights and measures, you can never do tshuva. Wild. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Arayos efshe b'takana, it's the same, it means efshe b'tshuva. Kozman shlo holud mamzer yifrosh heimena v'yizcharet. As long as he haven't had a, a child, right, and created a mamzer, so you can always uh, stop. Involved in an inappropriate relationship, you stop and you do tshuva. Avamidos gezel as harabimhu ve'ena yodeya la mi yachzer. But if you if you're been a person involved in dishonest business for years and years and years, and you've ripped off so many people, you have no idea who to give the money back to. Even and so it's, it, it sounds like the, you know we talk about lashon hara. Lashon hara spreads so far, you have no chance to ever do tshuva. You can't pull back. So you're involved in dishonest dishonest business for so many years, you'll never know. Uh, who, you, who you ripped off and can never pay back. Fascinating, right? Again, maybe counterintuitive, but very interesting insight. Rav Yehuda Amar, Mehacha, Ve'izen Ve'chikar Tikein Mashlim Harbe. Right, that again, this same, uh, this same idea that the Ve'izen, Rosh says, Lashon Oznayim, Beis Achiza, Kedamar Be'ervin, Limei Das, Esa'am, Agmara, Besimane, Taima, Ve'asbra, Be'dame. Gamar milsa mi milsa v'hizir al divrei sofrim kinexiv v'yoser mehema bini zayv v'yizhar v'divrei sofrim yoser medivrei Torah v'gazer al shniyos. So the the language here is meant as follows, right? That 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 uh, that that the, the actual language is besides becoming wise, Kohelas, right? That he made handles, right? And uh, Laid, laid out many different, you know, uh, mashalim and things like that. But the point is that Amr Ula, Amr Bilazar, Kogm Shabbat Shlomo, has a Torah Dom Lakfifa She'in La Aznaim, at Shabbat Shlomo, Va'asa La Aznaim. And Shlomo came and gave handles for the, uh, for the Yisura, meaning that handles mean like it's something to hold on to. It, it creates a secondary way to make sure you hold on to the Yisurim, and that's why, that's, that was the purpose of the Shniyos. That's another, you know, uh, remez for this idea of Shniyos Larayos. Um, Amr Rabbi Lazar, oh, sorry. Rabbi Yoshia, Amr Mehach, Rabbi Yoshia finds tells from another place. Pre'ehu al-tavor bo shota me'alav ve'avor. Right, the Pasuk there says, uh, expand it, do not violate it, uh, stay away, right, ve'avor, and, 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 and go forward, right? Again, a possibility of making sure it's a, like a, a siag, making, making uh, fences on the Torah here. And that's where we learn again this idea of Shniyos Lareas. Amrav Ashi, Mashal the Rebbe Oshia, Lamad Daradome. This, this, you know, Mashal Rebbe Oshia, what's it similar to? Laadim Mishamer Pardes. It's like a person who guards an orchard. Mishamro Mibachutz, Kulo Mishamer. If he guards it from the outside, so then it's all guarded. Right? But if he's guarding it from the inside, so that which is right in front of him is guarded, but that which is behind him is not guarded. The, the typical, I think the, the, the basic understanding is that once you allow something in, then it's much harder to defend, right? If something's in your house already, so it's much harder to defend it. If you just stand at the doorway to your house, you keep everything out, right? So if you... If you uh, you know, this is okay, and that's okay, and that's okay. Oh, but this is not okay. That's much harder. If you just make a rule, right? Everything's us, sir. Right? The whole thing is us, sir. So then you don't even get involved in the trouble in the first place. Again, it's a, it's a challenge in Chumras in general, right? When you make everything us, it's a lot simpler. 
it causes problems for nuance later at times, right? But the but here in this case, at certain scenarios, Chazal say this is what we need to do. So okay, if it's that serious in Isser, so then we uh, we do such a thing. Fine. Um, fine. The Gemara attacks back. Vahadra of Ashi bedusahi, right? That you know where Rashi says it's, it's ridiculous. Right? That, that, what are you talking about? Hasam shalafanav miya mishdamer hacha ilav shnios paga be'er fagufa. Right there, in, in his case, right? You know, if the the guy is uh, you know guarding the outside or whatever, right? So he, you know, he's still gonna be able to defend that which is in front of him, right? Even if he lets things in. But but here. Um, you know, if, if it wouldn't be uh, for the for the shneos la'arayas that are here, so the, the guy would actually end up, you know, hitting the actual iser. His point being that it's almost it's not a good enough analogy because in that scenario, you can in the case of, of shneos la'arayas, you could much more quickly hit the iser deraisa. Right, it's a much more serious concern that uh, that exists in such a case. Fine. So uh, Gemara tries one more time. Of kahana amar mehacha. Kahana has a different answer. Ushmartem. As mishmarti, also mishmeres and mishmarti. This is a puzzle that's always used, um, very often used as a you know a source of isuri derabban in general. That we should make a make a guard, make a make a you know a, a fence to that which is already guarded. Mishmeres and mishmarti, that which is already guarded, guarded extra. So amalei abaya the Rav Yosef hadaraisahi. But in this case, the the you know mishmeres is is deraisa itself. Meaning, because us and Mishmeres and Mishmarti, it's a Pasuk in the Torah. So if that's true, we, we, I thought the whole point was we're talking about the only things that are there are So the Gemara answer is no, there are right, so perishir You're right. The idea of making, you know, you know uh, a, a safeguard is there are but Chazah was the one to decide when to do it. Call it Torah Nami perishir Rabbanan. So Gemara says, what do you mean? The entire Torah, the, 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 the Chazah interpreted so the answer to the Gemara, Ella Midra Banan, Ukras Okay, fine. So really, this is all Midra Banan, and the Pasuk is really just an Asmachta. It doesn't really mean that there's a Dindar Raisa in order to, um, in order to, um, uh, Dindar Raisa to create a Mishmeris, which is interesting, because we, well, again, we'll run out of time here, but uh, I'll have to see how, how we explain that later. But the bottom line is, the Gemara comes to the conclusion that it really was just an Asmachta, and really the whole idea of the Shneus is only the Rabbanan, and we'll pick up with this tomorrow.